It's Friday, February 2nd, 2024. Welcome to episode 88 of the Alameda Postcast, an audio service of the Alameda Post. I'm your host, Scott Peeler. In this edition of the Postcast, Alameda Point loses a tenant but keeps the sideshows. The race to fill the Senate seat of the late Diane Feinstein has a clear leader in fundraising. Wrestling returns to Alameda High after 40 years. Between rain, tides, and pipelines, water's in the news. We'll take a look at APD's crime statistics and our island brewers prepare for San Francisco Beer Week. These stories and more on this episode of the Alameda Postcast. Our top story, Alameda Point was busy this past weekend for a couple of very different reasons. The first caught a lot of folks off guard as the Pottery Barn outlet on Viking Street closed. According to online reports, staff was notified on Friday. The weekend saw a 75% off clearance sale, and by the end of the business Sunday, the warehouse was closed for good, and the phone number now redirects to the West Elm outlet in Vacaville, which is part of the same parent company, Williams-Sonoma. While folks were loading up with discount furniture on Viking Street on Saturday, less than a mile away at the intersection of West Tower and Monarch, an unauthorized sideshow was going on in the vicinity of Spirits Alley. As reported by Richard Bangert, hundreds of cars and spectators assembled for the show, which mostly involved drivers smoking their tires while doing donuts and burnouts. The sideshow eventually expanded to a second location near one of the hangars, resulting in even more screeching tires, revving engines, and thick clouds of tire smoke. Alameda police were called seven times, including once by the company in charge of Alameda Point security. No citations were issued, nor were any vehicles impounded. APD Chief Nishant Joshi noted that part of the issue is that Alameda has no ordinance directly addressing sideshows. One spectator was knocked off their feet by a spinning pickup truck, and according to Richard, a fistfight broke out. In the end, the sideshow left behind a lot of skid marks, a lingering smell of burnt rubber, and I'm sure more than a few people who were rather annoyed at having their afternoon out on a 70-degree sunny day disrupted. For a full look at what went on, including photos and video, see Richard Bangert's article at alamedapost.com news. With the California primary just about a month away, a lot of attention has been focused on the race to fill the remainder of the term of the late Dianne Feinstein. As noted in episode 85, you'll actually be voting for Senate twice. Once for the person to fill the remainder of Feinstein's term, which ends in January of 25, then again for the next six-year term, which runs from then until 2031. The top two vote-getters will advance to the general election in November. Lafonza Butler, who was appointed by Governor Newsom in September, is not seeking the office. Right now, Democratic Representative Adam Schiff enjoys a decided advantage in fundraising with a campaign war chest of $35 million, more than all the other candidates combined. Katie Porter is second in funds on hand with over $13 million. Barbara Lee and Republican Steve Garvey round out the top four, far behind at $816,000 and $611,000 respectively. For an in-depth look at candidate fundraising, including a breakdown of individual donations versus political action committee money, you, Stella U of CalMatters has the story at alamedapost.com news. Throughout this election season, turn to the Post for information regarding the races that affect Alameda. Right now, you'll find a guide to the leading Senate candidates' positions on multiple issues, including crime, the economy, and border security, at alamedapost.com election. As I noted in episode 86, after a 40-year absence, wrestling returned to Alameda High last year. That first season back, the team only had nine grapplers on the squad and was winless on the year. This season was different, with a full squad of 42 and a winning record of 5-3, and three, which head coach Dennis Spencer described as, quote, well beyond any of my wildest expectations, end quote. 
So what led to the reboot of the Alameda program? The coach's daughter, Viola. Coach Spencer was coaching at Skyline High in Oakland. Last year, as a junior, Viola convinced her father to come to Alameda as coach. With some of his alumni taking over the Skyline team, Dennis began the task of bringing back the Hornets wrestling team after four decades. A wrestler in high school and college, Dennis moved away from the sport in the early 90s after injury. In 2009, he returned as a coach, and now, while still serving as a teacher at Skyline, he's helped resurrect a program and has already notched some impressive achievements. Coming up, the conference meet and qualifying the wrestlers for the North Coast Section Tournament. For a full look at the journey that led to the return of Hornet Wrestling, including Coach Spencer's time with the U.S. Junior Team in Russia, see Kelsey Gore's article at alamedapost.com features. Lots to talk about in the way of water. We'll start with the rain. Still a lot of precipitation in the forecast for the next few days. Another system expected to arrive on Sunday, with forecasters saying it will be wetter than what we've already experienced. According to our Alameda-based weather station, the current system has produced a little over an inch and a half of rain. Don't forget, if you're in need of sandbags, you can pick up five at no cost behind City Hall West on Lexington Street at Alameda Point. Also not a bad idea to take a look at storm drains in your area and ensure that they are free from debris. As always, you can take a look at current conditions and a seven-day forecast at alamedapost.com weather. Coming next week, your chance to take a look at the highest of high tides and help the California King Tides Project as they look ahead to the potential impact of rising sea levels. King tides are higher than usual tides that happen during new moons and full moons. During these times, the Earth, Moon, and Sun are in alignment, which increases the gravitational pull on the ocean, resulting in higher than normal tides. Next Friday, head to Crab Cove between 10.30 and 11.30 a.m. to witness the over 7.5-foot-high tide, take some photos, and upload them to the California King Tides Project to aid researchers as they examine changes along the shorelines. For full details, including how to properly mark the location of your photos and links to the project, see alamedapost.com features. Without our pipelines, Alameda would be without water, a fact of life living on the island. This past Friday, the East Bay Municipal Utility District and the Army Corps of Engineers signed a project partnership agreement at a ceremony held at Bohol Circle Immigrant Park. The project will provide recycled water for irrigation and industrial uses in the public and private sector, uses such as green space, median irrigation, and cooling tower water. The pipeline itself is recycled. Back in episode 49 in April, we reported that a new earthquake-resistant drinking water pipeline had been installed under the estuary. The pipe that it replaced will now be used to carry 500,000 gallons a day of recycled water, which means that valuable drinking water will be saved. Right now, the project is in the planning and design phase. While no construction start date has been set, if all goes well, the recycled water pipeline could be operational by late 2027. For details, pictures, and a history of the project, see Kelsey Gore's article at alamedapost.com news. Last week, the Alameda Police Department released their crime statistics for December, as well as a look at overall crime numbers for 2023 versus 2022. As far as month to month, another mixed bag of results with catalytic converter thefts down from 16 to 6, but auto thefts up from 118 to 135. After a dip in collisions in November, drivers returned to more typical numbers with 65 reported. Looking at the year-to-year numbers, one number jumps out, auto thefts. In 2022, there were 592. For 2023, that number ballooned to 1,267, an increase of 114%. To put those numbers into perspective, according to the latest statistics from the National Insurance Crime Bureau, the average car theft rate in the U.S. is 283 thefts per 100,000 residents. That puts Alameda's 2023 rate at almost six times the national average. It should be pointed out that while auto theft is a problem, when it comes to violent crime, Alameda remains a remarkably safe place. 
2022 and 2023 each saw one case of murder or manslaughter. That's five times lower than the national average. 2023 also saw a sharp decline in rapes and a small decline in assaults. I could probably devote an entire podcast to examining crime in Alameda and how it compares to the surrounding region and nation. Who knows, perhaps we'll consider that for a future special edition. For now, to take a deep dive into the numbers, see Adam Gillett's article at alamedapost.com news. Last week, I mentioned that San Francisco Beer Week is almost upon us. The event runs the 9th through the 18th. Thought we'd take a look at what the local brewers have in store. On the 9th, Alameda Island Brewing will host a reception for the Still Here exhibit, part of the Art of the African Diaspora Project. Saturday the 10th, Almanac officially opens their game cellar. Also on Saturday night, right next door at Admiral Maltings, you'll find Grain to Glass, where you'll have a chance to follow the path that leads from the farm to the keg. Sunday the 11th, starting at 2 p.m., Faction Brewing will be part of Pinball and Pints at the Pacific Pinball Museum. Don't forget, our walking history tours have been scheduled for 2024. Fifteen different tours, and this year we're offering a money-saving season pass to see what Dennis Evanoski and Adam Gillett have cooked up, plus a link to get your season tickets. Head over to alamedapost.com tours. alamedapost.com events for a guide to what's going on in Alameda. Kimberly Akimbo continues at Alterina Playhouse. Check out Gene Kahane's review at alamedapost.com features. Show runs through February 25th. Two new exhibits at the Frank Bett Center today, Animal Crackers and Ten Years. Saturday at the Mastic Senior Center, a storytelling and drumming workshop. Lots more events at alamedapost.com events. Don't forget, join us as a member, alamedapost.com memberships. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Mastodon, Threads, Blue Sky, as well as our own subreddit. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel on Apple News. Find the postcast wherever you get your podcasts or simply tell your smart device to play the Alameda Postcast podcast. I'm Scott Peeler. I'll be back next Friday with episode 89 of the Alameda Postcast.